to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howe. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howe. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we interview awesome women in our community and find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also sponsored by A-Team Concessions. Find out more about them by searching for them on Facebook. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, just call or text 765-233-2640. Again, that's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search for Gone Boss and hang out with us. Who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Stephanie Hutchison from the fabulous Funsy Femmes. We're brought to you today by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Now, what do they have coming up? On June 11th, that's a Thursday, from 2 to 3, they're having a free webinar. Another free webinar? Another free webinar. You don't even have to leave your house if you're still hanging out at home. You can learn about today's social graces with James Mitchell of Minatrista. Social graces. Yes. What's that mean? Well, James says this isn't a political statement, but maybe you're like me and have grown tired of the unprecedented time that we find ourselves in or the fact that an abundance of caution is needed in every choice you make. Maybe you like the rules and find comfort in the routine, but you are struggling with how to live and work when there aren't as many guardrails or familiarity when it comes to how you do it. Are you looking for an adultier adult to give you direction or help lead you along the way? Is that James? That is James. This session may, or maybe not, be for you. He's going to teach you in this hybrid session. He'll provide some content and then a chance to chat with each other to provide a new guidebook to help us navigate the new times we're in. We will do that through practicing social graces online as we work from home. We will help chart a new course as we return to work reflecting and planning in your style, introvert versus extrovert, to meet your needs and others' needs. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. Today in the studio, we have Stephanie Hutchison. Welcome, Stephanie. Thank you, guys. I'm thrilled to be here. Well, we are thrilled to have you here. This is our first in-studio podcast we've had in two or three months. And it's the second time we've had you in, but people don't know that because we screwed up. The lost lost episode. Exactly. I didn't record it right, and thus we lost it all. Right. We are. Now we we got you back. I'm back. I've had some practice. Good. Exactly. Good. Excellent. So we are recording correctly this time, right, husband? That is correct. Okay. Very good. All lights are green. Now you have a nickname. I do. What's what's that? It's, uh, well, one of my many nicknames (laughs) is Margot Lugosi. Yes. You're a burlesque dancer here in Muncie. I am. That's correct. Now, what got you started in this? I went to my first burlesque show at uh, the Muncie Civic Theater. It was just a small student-led production. It wasn't like a troupe or anything like that, but um, I've been dancing my whole life ever since I was two years old. Um, So I'm familiar with stage. I'm familiar with um, what goes on behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And when I saw what they were doing up there, it was a little different than anything I'd ever seen before. And the crowd was so engaged. I was engaged. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I was cheering for these people. I was definitely on their side. I saw it and I was like, I can I can do this. So um, I didn't do anything with that idea um, until I had my own studio, mm-hmm. Studio Exhale, which was in downtown Muncie. And then when I actually had a studio where I could do stuff, I thought, okay, now's the time. Let's, let's, let's 
put some feelers out there mm-hmm. and see if anybody else is interested in this uh, burlesque art form. I had no idea what I was doing, really, because I had been more trained in like jazz and tap, ballet. Point. Right. So the burlesque t- is a little different it's than, little, you know, bla- ballet recital yeah, or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. <laughs> it's a little bit different than a bro- ballet recital. You know, um, once I started having classes, I, I did a lot of research online first. I just kind of did what I thought burlesque was at the time got a group of girls together that also had the same interest. Then when it got to the point where I was like, okay, I actually need to learn what this is. I did some research, went online, Googled burlesque troops, Mm -hmm. Indiana, actually messaged the Rocket Doll Review down in Indianapolis. And they um, gave me the name of Pepper Mills, which was um, an independent burlesque performer, but she also did workshops. She came to our studio and did a small workshop for us. I think it was a BOA workshop and and maybe just like a burlesque 101 because mm-hmm. she was like, well, what do you want? And I was like, just teach us. Just give us the, the basics. The very beginning. Let's start at the beginning and, and see where we go. And after that class, the small group of girls that I was with, some of the people had, had left and um, went home, but there was a small group of girls that kind of stuck around and we kind of were wanted more. We wanted to like pick pepper's brain Mm -hmm. so we were like hey do you want to go get tacos and she's like yes so we (laughs) went to casa del sol okay and yeah once um you know the the fabulous fancy femmes was kind of born there over tacos and chips and salsa she said you know well this is what you got to do and this is how you got to be and oh yeah i'm also producing a show in May, this was in March, she said, when producing a show in May, would you guys like to be in it? And we're like, uh, <laughs> yes. Um, we, I think we said yes and didn't even really know what we <laughs> what were getting, getting into. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we got started. And yeah, we really didn't know what we were doing. But I think it was good. We were kind of walking into it blindly. It was at Crackers Comedy Club in Indianapolis. And we had a great crowd. We had a diverse group of uh, ladies dancing. We had everybody from age 21 to 72, I believe. So we had a wide range of people performing. And I think that was like a breath of fresh air for a lot of people watching burlesque. And um, yeah, so that's kind of how we got started. And then after that, it, it has just... You know, um, it's definitely snowballed. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's snowballed. It, it has surpassed anything I had ever imagined it would be in a good way. Yeah. But, but you know, with all the COVID and everything, it has come to a, like a screeching halt right oh, now. Yeah. And everything in like the world yeah. has come so, to a screeching halt. So, so our, our like our momentum has kind of uh, stopped right now. Yeah. But we're we are so ready to to pick it back up and keep the show going Get back out there when we can. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the big slowdown of uh, COVID and everything, but you did have a show that we watched yeah. uh, back in the first part of May, right? Yeah. What was that all about? And how did that work? Oh my gosh. Um, I'm really not sure how it worked. <laughs> it looked like there was a lot of behind the scenes stuff. There was that a lot. I, you know, I'm more of like the idea person. And then, um, so I kind of threw out to the the burlesque troupe. I was like, hey, we should do something for the Mark. The Mark Three Tap Room has been our home ever since we started. They've been wonderful at really inviting us to use their stage and um, 
really making it feel like home for us. So we wanted to do something for them because we knew, you know, times are really tough for bars or and, and any social gathering places. Oh, yeah. And we wanted to make sure that when this was all over, we would still have a place to go to that we could go and perform. So um, I reached out to the girls in the troupe. I said, hey, does this sound like a good idea? Should we do something? And they were like, yes, let's do it. I didn't really want it to be about us because we're not the only ones that use that stage. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other talented people that use that stage. And I wanted it to be a chance for all of us to come together and do something positive for the mark and show them how much we appreciated, you know, what they've done for us. So I also um, reached out to Glenda B. Fierce, mm-hmm. who is a drag queen around here. And I said, okay, you are in charge of getting the drag performers together. Get them together. And then um, I also reached out to a few people I knew that were, were singers mm-hmm. um, because I've done some work with the Civic. So I knew a few people that might be interested that had really good voices. Oh, yeah. I just kind of invited everybody to one. And I and I told everybody what to do without really knowing the logistics of how to do it. I was like, okay, yeah, everybody send in their videos. And then we'll figure that out. Somehow we'll, we'll just <laughs> make that work. We'll figure it out. It'll be fine. <laughs> And it worked. It, came, it all came together. Yeah, it so it was did. a good show. Yeah, yeah um, amazing. We, I have some amazing friends. Um, Tribute Showprint, mm-hmm. uh, Kim and Rob Miller from Tribute Showprint. They're put awesome. The we whole love them. thing like together. Yeah, like without them, it would not have like it was literally like a, a TV production studio that they were running <laughs> on a computer. <laughs> it was amazing. And um, so, yeah, we had everybody send in their videos and then I edited them um, to to sync up the sound because I can that's what I can do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All the rest of it, all the tech stuff I couldn't do. Mm -hmm. So I left that up to them. Glinda hosted it. Yeah, I think we ended up doing like four thousand dollars that night. I mean, by the end of our by the end of our um, production virtual production um there was four thousand dollars that we'd raise towards cool uh, the mark to help them. yeah i know we just uh, logged on through patreon and paid our donation yeah. or whatever and we got a couple drinks and we hung out in the bedroom and just watched the show on our computer it was yeah, really kind of cool it was cool and see and this is what i'm thinking like the the burlesque is changing too in the way that performers uh work with their audience You know, I think we had a lot more people can log on at home and be like, okay, I can sit in my my living room Mm -hmm. and watch the show. I don't have to go somewhere. And even when all this is over, they don't have to go somewhere and get a, you know, feel like they have to get a drink, which is is okay. You know, you you should do that anyway. You should (laughs) get a drink when you're watching the show. But um, it's it's accessible to people. Yeah. And all over, too. Somebody could be in California watching it. Now, you actually teach burlesque. I do. All right. Tell me about that. You know, I kind of carried over what I was teaching anyways at my old studio. So I'm taking what I learned from there and um, translating it into people for, for people that may just want to dip their toe into what burlesque is or or want to just have fun. When I started my classes, I was very serious. You know, I and this was at the studio, Studio Exhale. I was very serious. I was like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this and this and this. And I've really relaxed a little because not everybody is so intense like I am about it. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we're focusing on like having fun and how, how does a burlesque dancer move a lot different than what you would move regularly throughout life. I'm reading Gypsy Rose Lee's um, memoirs right now. And um, when she first, the first night that she did burlesque, one of the old Burl- like she had never done it before and one of the old you know 
more seasoned performers said they, they gave her a pair of high heels. She was never allowed to wear high heels before. And the first time she was in high heels, one of the ladies said, oh, you got a lot of sex in your walk. <laughs> and and she's like, oh, is that what you're supposed to have? And she's like, well, aren't you supposed to have talent? And she's like, no, <laughs> no, just to, you know, so, it, you know, that's where we start. We start with a walk and then we kind of uh, progress and we bring in props which I, you know, with my class at Cornerstone, I didn't get to do that. We were right, <laughs> right, right the there, yeah. right there, going to start doing props. And then everything happened. And then we had to cancel classes. But this time, virtually, nothing's going to stop us now. We're going to have props and we're going to we're going to do the thing. And it's That's cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Why'd you get into burlesque? What was your draw? You know, I think it's different for everybody. But for me, I really like the first thing that that drew me to it was the physicality of some of the dancers um some things I would see up on stage I'm like whoa like that person's flexible (laughs) (laughs) and then as I got into it you know um I've always liked vintage things um anything from like the 40s and and that was like burlesque's heyday was in the 40s 50s and 60s you know I I like to gravitate towards more of like the vintagey dancing so I liked that about it I liked making costumes and then other things came. Like, I liked the people that did it. I liked having friends in, in show business, you know. I liked the whole show business aspect of it. You know, I think if I was born back in the 40s, I probably would have been somebody that, um, like Gypsy Rose Lee says, trooped around, you know, which is, you know, going from theater to theater to theater. So that's kind of the draw for me is kind of every, that all rolled into one is why I, I like burlesque. Tell me a little bit about your nickname your your burlesque name Margot Lugosi where does that come from so um when we first started as a troupe we all decided we needed stage names Mm -hmm. which is normally what you do um especially in my classes I always have somebody or I always have the students pick out um a burlesque name it helps you get into character a little bit more um and so we were kind of deciding we had come up with a name for our troupe which was the fabulous Funsy Femmes we all just kind of went on our own I said you know just just meditate on it think about it for a little bit you know if you pick one it doesn't have to be that one you can change it later so and I've even known people that have been you know had a career in burlesque and they've changed their name so it it can happen anytime but my name Margot Lugosi comes from I was like always a big fan of Anne Frank Mm -hmm. when I was little like I read the diary I like got all like the scholastic books with all the pictures and everything about her family but her sister's name was Margot and I always liked that name Mm -hmm. so I was like okay I always liked that name I always wanted that to be my name so Margot is the first name well at the time um I thought thought my character was going to be more towards like a horror genre mm-hmm. kind of um more you know there's always like elvira and there's vampira mm-hmm. and um so i thought like my character was going to kind of gravitate more towards that so that's why i picked Lugosi off of bella Lugosi, the mm-hmm. vampire and i'm not really into twilight or anything but i always like like the vampire because they're like sexy and, yeah you know there's something mysterious mysterious too. about yeah. vampires so um that's why i chose that but you know, my character, Margot Lugosi, kind of took her own um, way with it all. And, um, I mean, I do some horror stuff, but for the most part, like, it, she's ultra glam. And, you know, so that that's kind of how that came yeah, about. just fabulous. Well, that's good. Yeah. 
And now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. So the first question is, what's your favorite band or artist? My favorite band is Portugal the Man. I love them. They had that big hit a I few years ago. I don't know who ago. that is. Yeah, they had <laughs> Feel It Still. Oh, okay. That one. <laughs> yeah, but they, but I was I was fans of theirs long before that. So I like that. And I on a, I also like um, more vintage stuff too. The big band stuff. Okay. Are you an early bird or a night owl? I'm a night owl. I, I cannot <laughs> wake up in the mornings, which is terrible because I have a eight to five job that I have to wake up for. But if I could wake up at like 10, that's if I could stay up till like three and wake up at like 10, that would be perfect. But that's my jam too. Yeah. I, I yeah. Agree. She doesn't get started till 10. No, right. don't ask me I to do like, hard work at like eight o'clock yeah, in the morning. I feel it's like not gonna my happen. best time, like my most creative time is like between 12 and like one thirty in the morning. Okay. That's when I always get my like really good ideas. <laughs> I am creative and I can do hard things between like two and four o'clock in the afternoon, which is like when Matt hits the wall and doesn't want to do it. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Like but time. I am on quarantine time right now. So like I wake up. It's even worse. <laughs> I get ready. Yeah. I do whatever. And then I like sit at my kitchen table at like 10 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. So I'm living my best life right now. Yes. <laughs> so what's your favorite book? Current, The one I'm currently reading is, is awesome, which is the memoirs of Gypsy Rose Lee. Yeah. You know, you, you you watch Gypsy the 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 Broadway musical mm-hmm. and I thought oh this is gonna be just like Gypsy like I'm gonna know what happens I mean you do generally but there's so much that you don't know that they have left out and just hearing it from her perspective is kind of cool have you ever met anyone famous well all the burlesque um, people you've met of <laughs> course <laughs> they're famous to me <laughs> The, I'll okay. I'll tell you this. The first famous person I ever met <laughs> was when I was in eighth grade. I got to meet Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Whoa! Which was like, cause that was like, you know, oh, home yeah. improvement. Exactly. That was like his heyday. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I had his like pictures all over my walls and stuff. So that was like a big deal. So how'd you get to meet him? They, you know, I don't know honestly. <laughs> um, I can't remember. I think they had like some kind of convention in Indy. Okay. And my mom took me and my friend. But like when we got back to school, you know, they had the glossy like eight by tens and we were like showing our glossy eight by tens to everybody. (laughs) You were like the cool kids. (laughs) What's your guilty pleasure? I'm not really for like trash TV, but I did watch Married at First Sight which was yeah, that was like about as guilty. Is that the one where they're in the the box? The Netflix show? No, it's like they don't know who their husband is until they like marry them. Oh wow! Like they walk out, they have no idea who they are, and then like it goes through the next like three months how they're like surviving and oh. like oh, okay yeah. Uh, we but but like professional people hook them up, so it's not just by chance. Like oh, that's nice. So they yeah. have like matchmakers. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, they have oh, matchmakers, okay. and then huh. they go and marry, and then we're gonna have to look this up. This I sounds know. totally trashy. It, it's what? very trashy. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Um, my favorite movie. Oh my gosh, this is so hard, guys. I have so many favorite movies. I'll just stick with with uh, the whole burlesque theme. Um, I really like a lot of the burlesque documentaries that have come out. Getting Naked is an awesome one. I love that. The League of Exotic Dancers um, talks about like the old burlesque stars. So um, interesting. I got to go see Getting Naked when it came out at the Indie Fringe Fest Film Festival down in um, 
was at oh what is it called now I, I'm not even sure the modern art museum in Indy oh okay yeah I don't know what it's called yeah it's but. it's went through several different names but um they had a screening of it there so I got to go see that with a with all my burlesque girls and with Fun. burlesque producers and then actually one of the people in the film I got to perform with them so that was it was kind of actually two people I got to perform in that movie with yeah so that was kind of cool to see like people that you've met and then see like the behind the scenes story so yeah I'm that's those are like my favorite movies right now I always cry in them yeah it's terrible (laughs) it's all right what's your hidden talent well (laughs) I think I did this last time and I'll just do it again because it's the only hidden talent I've got but I can um make the sound of a goat Oh, did I do that last time? Yes, you did. Yes, you did, but no one else got to Nobody hear it. Nobody so got to do it again. It. So I guess I have to do it again. It's really embarrassing the way I have to like do it. But all right. Usually I have to put like my fingers in my mouth, but I will try not to. Go for okay, it. Okay, ready? <laughs> I think that's amazing. It's the only thing. Like people have incredible hidden talents and mine is that. So. No, I think that's <laughs> nobody else will have it. I think that's great. Do you sing in the shower? Yes, but not like. And I have sang on stage before, but it's like something I've got to be in character to do. Like me, Stephanie Hutchison does not sing. Marco Lugosi, Lugosi might. She definitely does. But yeah. What's your go-to song in the shower? Oh, anything that's on my Pandora. You know, okay. I I like the the Pandora thumbprint radio station because it's like all the things that you've liked so like every song that comes on i really like to sing like fats waller songs if anybody knows who he is yes yeah, we've we had, had another guest that was a him. big fan of uh, fats waller yeah, yeah. so i love fats waller songs cool. but on stage i sing um a hank williams song so star wars or star trek I know I have a lot of friends that are going to hate me for this, but Star Wars. What's your most used emoji on your phone? Probably the three little stars. Like, I think they're like glitter. So I use those and the heart one. Probably. Okay. Thank you so much for being our guest yeah. today. Thank you so much for, for having me. For the second time. I know. People the first time. I, actually I get to always hear love it talking now. to you guys. So, yeah. I love it. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. We're also brought to you today by A-Team Concessions. You can find them on Facebook. Cardinal corn. Get some cardinal corn from Jennifer Cooper Wilson. <laughs> Man, you should write jingles. <laughs> I should, shouldn't I? <laughs> well, tell us about cardinal corn. Cardinal corn is yummy caramel corn made by A-Team Concessions and our favorite Jennifer Cooper Wilson. She pops it and it is available at the Muncie Makers Market every Saturday from 4 to 7. Awesome. So yeah. you just drive through, get your cardinal corn. Yep. Boom. You're Boom. out. You don't have to get out of your car. They just give it right to you. It's great. After you pay the money. But yeah. Now is Guardian Brewery still Absolutely. delivering I cardinal believe corn so. with their beer? With their beer. You can get home beer delivery and cardinal corn together. I think it is like a match made in heaven. It's great. You can find out more by contacting Jennifer Cooper Wilson. Just call or text 765-702-7188. Again, that's 765-702-7188. So we're finally back to only podcasting. Podcasting, not vodcasting. Vodcasting using video, podcasting using my ears. Yes. So you don't get to see our beautiful faces anymore. 
and we're not checking in with two or three different people at any given time. I loved seeing our friends. I have to say, I did not necessarily enjoy coordinating five people's schedules to get that done. <laughs> That's a little harder. <laughs> and then coordinating schedules like, all right, kids, dogs, everyone, neighborhood tractors, leave us alone. So, of course, we're going back to our podcast because... Everything's kind of opening back up with the situation at hand. Ish. And uh, we're hoping that people will listen again in the podcast method over uh, actually watching us on camera. I know. Uh, so, yeah, we're hoping that's going to work. We found that in not just us, but across the board, um, podcast listenership has really plummeted during this whole thing. Because, you know, people listen to podcasts. Where where do you listen to podcasts on your way to work or while you're while you're working while you're doing dishes or whatever? But you know what, people weren't going to work. <laughs> they, they were barely there working. There were no commutes because <laughs> we're all at home. And if you are at home, then your kids are yelling at you in the background and things like that. So yeah, so we converted to the vodcast, but now we're back, baby. Yep, we did eight episodes of the vodcast. Mm-hmm. Quick math: eight times three. What's that? Eight times twenty-four. <laughs> 24 different women we checked in with yeah. over that time period, those eight weeks. I think, that, and it was very cool. I really did like seeing our friends and doing a new format and things like that. It forced me to um, put on makeup at least once a week while we uh, recorded because uh, while I was still wearing sweatpants on the bottom, I put on a real shirt and some makeup and looked like a kind of like a person. So that was good. And from a tech geek perspective, those files, those video files are super huge, like two to three gigabytes per episode. Yeah. Like they were so big, you could not upload them from our farm internet. Yes. I had to actually come into Muncie, use this good internet in the studio, yeah. but we recorded everything at home. Yeah. Everything's recorded at home. You just had to make a trip into town to like do the actual uploading, which was fine. I'm sure it gave you a nice excuse to get out of the house as well. But I think we're excited. We are going to interview a bunch of new guests right right here on the podcast. So yeah, we're very excited to be back to our original format and doing things the way we've been doing them for the past, what, two years now? Yeah, two years now. So yeah, I just... Having Stephanie come in here, sit down. It took us a little minute to like get back in our groove and our microphone stands like were wacky and weird. <laughs> I had to stop in the middle because I'm like, wait, my microphone is, I don't know what it's doing. It's being crazy. Um, but having a person face to face here in the office, I don't know. I liked it. It was good. We're back. We're rocking and rolling. We're back in the saddle again. We're back. Thanks for joining us on this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching GoneBoss. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and hang out with us. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by A-Team Concessions. Find out more about them by searching on Facebook. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has gone boss. boss.